Everybody's got a little piece of Van Zant in them. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 87. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I'm your host, and with me we have a very special guest this evening, my friend of many years, it's the one and the only artist extraordinaire, Mr. Mark Mastel. Oh, how how many years? Uh, Long, long, you're one of my oldest friends, I'm sorry to inform you. We were both a few pounds lighter, and, and we didn't have any gray hair. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we had more hair, I think. We had more hair, yeah. Jeez, tell me about it. Now, the hair has moved off of our head and onto our backs. Onto our backs, yes. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Things are picking up. There good. are new things on horizons. Bing is back, and I can't believe I was able to talk Mike into it. And I'll explain that in a minute. Yeah, well, that's the um, big announcement I wanted to make, and you stole my thunder, but that's okay, because it, being Comic-Con, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone from the western Massachusetts area, I know it doesn't really excite people from across the country who may or may not be listening, but definitely for local people, our local listeners, the Bing Comic-Con is returning after a two-year hiatus uh, yep. due to COVID and other factors. And now we are bringing it back to Springfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth Milky Way. I knew you'd come. Yes, we are. And that's and exciting. And that's why we're, that's why you're on today, actually. You're going to tell us all about, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my God. It's the bat phone. <laughs> Quick, Batman, pick it up. The Joker has escaped Arkham. I'm sorry. I, I forgot that was on. <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, it wouldn't be an episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast if there wasn't some kind of external... <laughs> Here we go again. Hang on. Man, this is some bullshit! Being Comic-Con Central. <laughs> Hi. So, ladies and gentlemen, while Mark is taking that phone uh, call I'm, I'm during our interview, right uh, I will explain to you that my co-hosts are not with me tonight. Uh the official attorney of Not Nation, Christopher Todd, and of course, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money, were both unavailable to record with us, but I wanted to get an interview with Mr. Mastel, so we're recording without them this time. And Oops. also, yeah, and also D Rock, Derek Mitris, could not be part of the podcast because he is currently in New York City, USA Earth, Milky Way, attending New York Comic Con. Uh, hello. So. Yeah. That is he why some, he was posting some pictures of himself. He was. He and Mrs. D Rock are there, and yeah. uh, I think they're hanging with Joey from So Wizard Podcast. And, exactly, and they are running around New York, causing trouble and wreaking havoc. Quick shout out. Speaking of So Wizard Podcast, shout out to the boys and girl, Mark, Joey, and Aubrey, on eight years of podcasting. It was. Now it's over eight years. Their eight-year anniversary was in August. That's quite a feat. And they have managed to do a podcast a week for eight straight years. No weeks. Hashtag no weeks off. 
I'm happy to say that that's my fault. I started that nonsense. Um, <laughs> in Kurt, when yep. we when we started So Wizard all those years ago, I was uh, insistent on doing a weekly show. I don't know why, because now I'm lucky if I do two or three shows a year with this podcast. But anyway, I digress. Uh, congratulations to Joey, Markellis, Marky Mark, and Aubrey on eight years of podcasting excellence, no weeks off. Good job. Good job. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. That's longer than a lot of celebrity marriages. You're not kidding. That's, it's actually, it's pretty fucking crazy, you know? Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Well, you know, if Tom wants to, he's got a, a former baby mama still kicking around uh, if you want, yeah, wants Bridget. to give her a call. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I like, think I liked her more than I did Giselle. I have a feeling Bridget has moved on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah. But anyway, hey, you know what? When he announced that he was canceling his retirement and coming back to football, the writing was on the wall. I'm like, oh, that doesn't <laughs> bode well. <laughs> the marriage, that marriage is going to go south fast. He's um, been sleeping in a separate bedroom. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, you can only be a football widow for so long. I mean, nine months out of the year. She is literally by herself. All he's doing is training and traveling. So, um, yeah, well, what are you going to so, do? So bad. But so this bad. is not not another sports podcast. This is not another nerdy podcast. So we're going to veer off from that topic and get back on nerd news. And the nerdiest news around right now is that at the end of this month, October 29th, 2022, Bing Comic Con returns to Springfield, Massachusetts, USA Earth Milky Way. And that's very exciting. Yay! It is, actually. It's, uh... Why don't you take a minute and explain to the listeners what Bing Comic Con is for those who may not be aware. Sure. Back in 2013, Mike Dobbs and I were driving around and we were hit comic book stores. And we said to ourselves, selves, you know, there's no comic book show in Western Massachusetts. Northampton hasn't had anything in a while. The sci-fi shows were out of the hotels in Springfield. And uh, we said, you know, what the heck? How hard can it be to do a show? Ah. So uh, we talked to Brian Hale, who was running the Big Arts Center. And they're a nonprofit. And Brian was always looking for donations. So I said, Brian, you got the facility. I got the people. Mike's got the newspaper to promote the show. Let's do it. So we did. And I squeezed 27 tables into the Bing Arts Center. I should have only squeezed like 20. Uh, so sorry for you guys who got a little crammed in what, the room. What year was that, that first Bing Comic Con? 2013. Look at that. Yeah. We're and, almost 10 uh, years it old. Was a, it was a huge success. It was. I mean, we had a ton of people just through word of mouth coming in the door. Yep. We had, and I didn't even know him at the time, but Tim Wiley was out front. Walking around in his black stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, his shadow trooper outfit. Where the hell he came from, just waving at people, <laughs> driving up and down Sumner Avenue. Yeah, he was a big hit. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was friggin' awesome. So the following year, we said Well, to first of all, let's pause for a moment. I'm pausing. Your boy, Tom Van Zandt, appeared. Tom Van Zandt showed up. And what did said, I say to you? He gave me a big hug. And then I said... Well, you, you kind of groped me at the time, too. <laughs> well, I wasn't married yet, so it's okay. Oh, okay. But he did say, hey, you know, you guys do this show again. I would love to DJ and MC your show. Right. I said, you know what this place is missing? Ambiance. It was very it was very quiet. We needed we needed a little music in the background, a little it, something, it something going on. Quiet. 
And uh, yeah, so I threw my hat in the ring to help out in future events. And I'm happy to say that uh, beginning with the second annual Bing Comic Con, I was mm -hmm. involved and I was very happy to be involved. It was, it was awesome. What we ended up doing was when it came around time for trying to get a second show going, I, Brian and I talked and I said, you know, the Bing is way too small. Let's expand. So he said, well, I got friends down at Trinity United Methodist Church, and they have Asbury Hall. So let's go take a look at it. And I walked in there, and I was like, it's, it's, it's a big gymnasium. It's fantastic. It, it's had, got a, it had a stage. I was very excited about the stage. It had a stage for the Tommy VZ. <laughs> and uh, the art It had fight. a kitchen. It also had a secondary room next to it. It had a couple stairs that people had to load up, but, you know, they made it work. Mm -hmm. And we ended up doing a t-shirt and we sold out of those and it was a great show. The only problem was we, we continued having it in August and it was a little hot. Right. So come third year, we said, okay, the church is working. Let's move it into October. Right. So we did. No other shows were around in the area at that time. So, you know, for that, that schedule in the calendar. And, yeah, uh, if you're in August, you're competing with Terrificon. You're okay. getting there's a lot of competition going around, and you want to kind of be your own thing at your own time. So, I think that was a good idea. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, it worked so so well that we went from the two rooms to three rooms, mm -hmm. fifty tables of artists, creators, writers, crafters, uh, crafters, anything to do with comic books and pop culture. With just a few comic book dealers, we can't leave them out because you know they are pushing and selling, pro you know, the comics that inspired all this to come together. Right. So uh, yeah, 2016 was fantastic. 17, 18, 19 was our last year when we were uh, before COVID. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, and we had we had expanded so much in 2019. <laughs> you went downstairs. Yeah, I had I had probably about 20 people on a wait list. So uh, we went downstairs at the Bing, and they had a great big open room, and we were able to put in 26-foot tables. I knocked down the prices on those tables because I basically told people, you know, it's going to be in the basement, but we will make sure we direct traffic down to you. And everyone was happy. And then friggin' COVID hit. Yep. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. Uh, COVID hit for two years. I knew the first year we weren't going to do anything. Then 2021 came around. They said, oh, should we try it? And Springfield was still kind of weird about large public gatherings. Yeah, they kept lifting the mask mandate and then reinforcing the mask mandate. They didn't know what the hell they wanted to right. do. Yeah. And this was before, you know, vaccinations or anything. So this past year, we've been hemming and hawing. And I said to Mike, I really want to do something. You know, we haven't done anything in a couple of years. I hate to see Bing just go out with uh you know without a wimp with a whimper yeah yeah right so uh, well, and you know especially after seeing what happened with that other comic con that happened in springfield oh oh, oh yeah I'll, I'll get to them in a minute okay <laughs> so um uh mike and i talked and he said we'll tell you what let me call let me talk to brian and see what his idea is and in the meantime during covid brian had to shut down and and sell the bing art center very sad um, yeah i mean it was cruising along there's just so much money you can put into it. You know, when we found out that we were the uh, biggest donation he received during the year, that was a bit shocking. Yeah. You know, especially when the city of Springfield was always just 
not really behind him. Or no, the I, I don't understand that actually. Yeah, and it, it was it was just it, it was puzzling. You know, you'd invite uh, the mayor and city council members to show up at different events, and you would get no shows. Yeah, it's re- it's really weird. So um, Mike talked to Brian, and Brian and was you like, know, you know not to interrupt, but it's strange okay. to me because Springfield is the birthplace of one Theodore Geisel. For those of you not yeah. familiar with Theodore Geisel, he's better known as his pseudonym, Doctor Seuss. Seuss. So yeah. the arts are important to Springfield. There's a lot of culture here, especially oh, yeah. with Doctor Seuss. And you would think that the city of Springfield and the mayor. And the city councilman would want to support something like the Bing's Art Center, right? Uh, but it, yeah, like you said, it's puzzling. It's puzzling, and then you know, so so Mike's talking to Brian, and Brian's like, you know, he's like, I was going to do it if we were going to do a show in 2020. He was not going to participate. He was kind of tired of it all. Yep. So we said, okay, well, can we still use the name Bing Comic Con? Because I mean, it was it was our idea in the first place, anyways. Right. And he's like, sure, that's fine. And we were like, well, do you want us to make a donation? And he was like, if you want to, you can. So I got on my high horse and I put the word out on through the Facebook because, you know, it's it's much easier and least, least expensive. Uh, Facebook is a necessary evil, I always it say. Is. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah. It sucks you in like a black void, mm-hmm. strips your soul bare. But I had all these people. It has its purposes. I I have to admit. It does. It does. I, you know, I will say that it has. It's how we've done the show every year. Right. So um, I started. I think it was early July. I put the word out, and by mid-August, I was sold out. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's not bad. And I still have six or seven people on a waiting list. Very good. Yeah. So uh, now getting back to that uh, <clears throat> other Springfield show. We, we're not going to name it because. Nope, nope, not at all. We are a little bit shocked about this show that had been trying to get its act together for two years. They had also postponed it twice because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but it when finally they... happened in July at yep. the Mass Mutual Center. Mm-hmm. And go, uh, I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, they had started a Kickstarter to uh, help fund the show. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> and it failed. And then I found out through people in the business that I know that um, the promoter was not even in Massachusetts. He wasn't even in the New England area. He no, was from he's down from south. down south, yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, the show happened. They had a fantastic turnout because they were running ads all over the place because this guy, from what I found out, does conventions. So he's got promotion money behind him. But they overbooked the show. They are turning people away at the door. Uh, I had friends of mine that traveled all the way down from Greenfield. So they drove an hour down, finally found parking, showed up at the door, and they were turned away. Paid, so for, you know, paid for parking and then got yeah. turned away. Yeah. yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah. And, and, and the worst part about it was it was hot as balls that day. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. So you had all these people in line wrapped around the Mass Mutual Center, sweating their asses off in the yes. heat. You had cosplayers in these costumes, all this craziness, and there was no relief. There was nowhere to go. Like None. they were not prepared. The kicker is, is that I spoke to a few of my guys who went, and they were like, "Well, we walked through the show, 
we were done in 15 minutes and um, we weren't really all that excited about any of the guests. It was a fun event, people said. It's more of a cosplay show than it was a artist show. So that's why you know we're still focusing where we go with creators and artists and writers. Right. One thing that, Not that I we did want to we don't discourage cosplayers. We love the cosplayers. Oh, and absolutely. In fact, we, we do a cosplay parade, and right. uh, yeah, I mean, we we definitely uh, we love that aspect yep. of of the conventions, uh, but it is more creator focused. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I, it, you know, when Mike and I came up with the idea of being. I went all the way back to a show that I did a couple times up in Northampton called Paint and Pixel. Sean Wang and his wife put together the show. It was just a fantastic show, and it was all creators, and it was affordable. And that was our goal, too. Sean, our that show. would be Sean Wong, the former artist of the Tick comic book and also creator of the comic Runners. Runners, yes. His wife's name is Peggy Twodarski, and fantastic person. Really yep. loved her. Great couple. And then... Uh, you know, they were doing it out of Northampton. It, it had such an effect on me that that's kind of what inspired, you know, the idea behind Bing. But getting back to Springfield, one of the things that we're doing is really emphasizing the fact that it's a Springfield show running, run by two member or two people who, you know, live in Springfield. And know the area and know, know the, the local area. creators. Yeah. 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 In fact, I sent an invitation to Mayor Sarno telling him about the show telling him that we'd like to have him as one of our VIP guests and that this was our eighth year and why we started the show. And uh, I basically told him, you know, uh, let me see, let's see if I can quote it here. Let's see. Oh yeah. And the show was organized and promoted by Springfield residents, <laughs> you know? So I, I want, I would love to have Sarno show, right. you know, people, people who are going to be set up the show aren't going to know who he is, mm -hmm. but you know what? You get the mayor of Springfield to come in and check out your show He's going to talk about it. That's He's right. Going to spread the word. You know? Sure, absolutely. And uh, so, and Mayor Sarno is a great guy. I've met him numerous times. Nice dude. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a really nice guy. He and Mike have a good relationship. Yeah. You know, Mike is now retired from the uh, newspaper from the business. Publications. Yeah. Um, he's no longer the uh, managing editor, but he is still going to be continuing on as a, a freelancer. And he is still very opinionated, folks. He is. <laughs> But it's a good opinion. Oh yeah, sure. Most of the time, most every, of the time. Well, every now and again, I disagree I with him, but that's okay. That's what that's yeah. what it's all about. But he he still has his finger on the pulse of Springfield, so he's still going to be you know checking in with city council and school committees, and he'll check in with the mayor and and you know keep everybody stay honest. Stay loop, you know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so uh, the show this year. Yeah, let's get on with the show. Talk about the October, show. Saturday, October 29th couple days before Halloween, so we encourage anybody coming to dress up in your favorite Halloween costume, adults and kids. Uh, we're going to have some uh, bowls around the rooms with uh, candy in them so the kids can trick-or-treat. Nice. Every, everything will be individually wrapped, so there's no, no, no chance fear of, of contamination going on. Yeah, right. This is going to be our eighth year, and uh, we've got some new people coming this year. And I'm very excited about it because some of these people I – I've tried to get in, you know, get before, and uh, they're too busy. They're doing other conventions. One guy is uh, a fan favorite artist of mine, and he didn't have anything going on, so he's coming. So uh, just to run off the top of my list here, just of my v my VIP tables, and these are the 
these are big, big heavy hitters. That these I are the like these are the people I get to hang out with up at the stage. They they usually put their tables right in front of my stage, so I get to kibitz with them all show long. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, these are the same people that always keep telling me, "Can you turn it down?" That's right. <laughs> if it's too loud, you're too old. Yes. Well, who's up there? Well, some of them are old, but they're not that bad. So uh, this year we've got Jim Lawson coming back. I love He's Jimmy. He's a favorite of ours. Uh, Jim is known for drawing the Teenage Ninja, Ninja Mutant Turtles. If you've ever met Jim at a show, he's very open. He's very down to earth. Uh, his very, lovely wife, he's Kathy, very approachable. With him he's, and, uh, he's very approachable. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, she's awesome, too. And she'll, she, keeps, she keeps him going in a straight line. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun seeing him. Uh, Steve Murphy will be there, I hope. Uh, Steve's got some health issues, but he promised me he would try to come on down. It would be good to see him. Yeah, we love having Steve there, and Steve and Jim go way, way back on working on the turtles together. So um, I think that you know, I think they're, they're going to enjoy seeing each other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it'd be Steve, like a Mirage Studios reunion. Yeah, <laughs> three new people we have coming this year is uh, one of them is Bob Eggleton. Yeah, uh, he's out of Providence, Rhode Island. He's a fantasy painter. He's done hundreds of paperback covers, specifically for uh, Brian Lumley. And Ben Bova, a lot of science fiction stuff, a lot of magazines. He's also well known as a Godzilla artist. Nice. He does. So he's got Godzilla down pat. And when you know, you can tell that he's his stuff is accepted when the guys from Toho request him to do artwork for them. Oh, that's awesome. And if anybody doesn't know, Toho is the company in Japan who owns Godzilla. Right. He's going to be coming by with his wife, Marianne Plumridge, and she's also an artist. And they'll be sharing a table, and they'll be selling prints and books. And um, Bob likes to bring along some like black and white sketches and ink sketches. So he'll have some original artwork, I hope, to sell, And because I'll be standing first in line to get some of his art. Nice. Uh, the next two people are a writing team. One of them is Thomas Nagoski. I know my, Tommy. My, yep, You've worked yep, with my Tommy. former uh, co-creator on the Dogs of War book. That's right. Tommy has been working on Vampirella Strikes through uh, Boom Studios for five or six years now. Uh, they brought him back because Vampirella's numbers were dropping, and they figured he had the, the, the magic recipe to get Vampirella back up and running. So uh, he did Vampy Strikes for a couple of years, and then he got back in touch with an old school friend of his, uh, Janine Atchison. And Janine was... Uh, was teaching in school, but she was also a pretty decent writer. And he invited her along to start scripting some of Vampirella Strikes. They also worked on a new Panther relaunch through uh, Boom Studios, and it did very well. They've also been working on the Vampiverse, which is a multiverse treatment of the Vampirella character with I'm... all different kinds of Vampirellas all throughout different parallel universes. Yeah, right, and time periods. I think that's a cool idea. And the other thing I'm curious about is why have the people that own the rights to Vampirella never tried to make a movie? I feel like that would translate, especially now with the comic mm-hmm. book movie market the way it is. I feel like now would be a good time to go after that. Yeah, I, I know they tried it probably like 25 years ago and nothing is nothing has really come of it since. I don't think the world was ready then. No, uh, Harris Comics in the early 90s, had the rights. They bought it from Warren Communications. And uh, that's when Tom first got into doing Vampirella. And I don't think they ever really tried it, but they did have their own 
uh, Vampirella models going to different conventions. They and sure they did. had some beautiful women. <laughs> they sure did. And uh, I was accosted by one of them. Were you? Uh, yeah. Remember uh, Steve O'Day, Don't Call Him Funny Books? Yes, I do. So he had Sasha, the Vampirella model, Sasha. Who, yes, I remember Sasha. You remember Sasha. Sasha I, came to his store. Yep. And I was there, and I at the time I was doing a public access TV show for Continental Cablevision with my boy Jay Gibby. You know Jay Gibby. Jay Gibby. Jay Gibby. Yep. And so we were there, and we were recording for that, and we interviewed Sasha, who stayed in character the entire interview, which I loved. I thought that was great. And at one point, she decided uh, to bite me. <laughs> and uh, But I got to tell you, Mark, she didn't just bite me. She sucked on my neck for a good 20 seconds. And it was very... Um, well, let's just say that young Thomas Van Zant did not know what to do. To have this beautiful, voluptuous woman sucking on his neck... Thank God I wasn't married at the time, but uh, exactly. It was, it was very, it caught me off guard, but I'm not going to hate her for it. Good for you. Yeah. So that's my quick little vampy story, but I've always been a fan of the character Vampirella, not just because she's a scantily clad, big boobed vampire chick. Mm -hmm. I think she's a cool character. Yeah. You know, it'd be a really nice Vampirella and it's too bad. She's already one wonder woman, but uh, Gal Gadot, could would look fantastic in that little red outfit. She would, and she's got like the facial features that would, you know, she's got that kind of look. I yeah. I agree. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. So like I said, along with uh, Jim uh, or along with Tom, uh, Janine's going to be there. Uh, they're going to be promoting their uh, their books through Boom, and they're also going to be promoting a uh, a children's book that they're trying to get up off the ground. It's called Pumpkinhead. No, oh. uh, I did the artwork or I did the layout and design for the book. It's a chapbook. Uh, they have a guy by the name of Mr. Hope. He's a uh, English artist who is, is one of the nicest, funniest guys you'll ever meet. And uh, he's got a fantastic cartoony style that is perfect for uh, for this kind of book. So we put together a, a 24 page chapbook. They're going to have it there for sale and it's well worth getting and you know, they're using it as a selling device, but they figured might as well hand it out, have people take a look at it. You know, maybe, you know, depending on what kind of responses they get, they can, help, you know, use those responses to maybe get a, a you know, publishing deal somewhere along the way. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. Also this year, my, my pal, my partner in crime, G. Michael Dobbs. The one and only. Speaking to me. Yeah, I don't know him either. The man, the uh, myth, the legend. Yeah, in he's his got a own brand mind. coming out. Uh, he's been talking about the Fleischer book for probably as long as I've known him, which is like twenty-five plus years. Now we're uh, talking about Max Fleischer. Yes, this is uh, the the Max Fleischer and the Fleischer uh, Animation Studios that uh, started out in New York, and uh, he's putting out volume one. It's called Made of uh, Pen and Ink: The Fleischer Studios, The New York Years. It's a really good-looking book. It's a good-looking book, and Mike has really – he's done his duty. He's really he researched. He's talked to people. He's interviewed members of the family and people who have worked with Fleischer's. He even has Max Fleischer's granddaughter, who is probably in her 80s. You know, they're, She's excited about the book. They're friends on Facebook, 
and she's just really excited to see what Mike does with this book. That's very cool. So he's going to, he's going to be premiering the book. I designed the book, uh, designed the cover, laid all the text and stuff. So I'm basically his, he, he introduces me as his graphic designer. There you go. During his retirement party that we just recently had at the student prince, uh, he called out certain people. Of, of course, he smartly started off with his wife. And then he wrapped up by saying, oh, and this is Mark Mastel, and he's my graphic designer. Nice. And he designs all my books. Very cool. So that was kind of cool. So, yeah, so Michael had that book. Uh, it's something like 260 pages for volume one. And uh, the second volume will be probably be out next year, and that will be the Florida years because Max decided to move the studios all the way down to Florida and drag everyone down south with him. There you go. Yeah. Some of the other people we have coming this year are people that – I just absolutely adore. They're fantastic people. They're great artists, great writers. We've got Jim Taylor coming back. Jim is uh, out of Connecticut, and he's uh, he's got a real nice retro superhero feel to all of his artwork. Uh, Warren Onuffer is a writer, and he'll be coming down. He'll have his uh, Vampire Hadley books with him this year. Gary Smith, one of my dear friends out of South Deerfield. Uh, Gary is a graduate from the Kubert School. Nice, and he he has just a uh, fantastic painting style, and he'll have some of his comics and a lot of his prints there for sale. We've got Tim Jones coming. Uh, Tim is a comic sour strip grapes. Artist. Yep, he'll be coming down. I think this is Tim's second or third time with us. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. Very nice. Uh, really, really just loves doing what he's doing, and he keeps growing month by month by getting this strip out in different newspapers. And newspapers are tough, man. I mean. Print's not dead, but boy, I tell you, it could, it could really use a little resuscitation. Right. But it's it's trying. One person who is coming this year, and I hate to say it, it will probably be his last being Comic-Con, is Scotty Hamilton and Hamiltoons. Really? Yeah. Scotty is a caricaturist. Super nice guy. He and his wife are fantastic. And he and his wife are moving to Florida. Oh. So uh, they're moving in November. So I said, fantastic. You get to kind of make been comic-con your last show so nice. you know do it up boy right but i also thought too it'd be kind of nice to do something special for him so i'm gonna see if i can uh, i can put something together and uh just you know just let him know how much we appreciate him and well, how I, much he's I'm, I'm glad he's not retiring from doing hamiltoons he's just moving so he's he, he's moving okay, yeah good actually one of our boys uh caesar feliciano he moved down to florida a few years back and uh, i put the two of them in touch Nice. So, um, so Scotty can reach out to a Caesar and when it gets down there and say, Hey, where are all the, where are all the comic book shows? Right. Where do I want to go? Yeah. Where do I want to go? Where do I want to set up? Tommy Ryan is coming back. He's an artist from Connecticut and Tom is, he's a pop culture specialist. He that's sure all, is. That's all I like to think of him. Yep. Fantastic, bright colored prints, you know, stranger things and back to the future. Uh, you name it. He has, he's drawn it. So he'll have art prints and pins and, and labels. He, and he also loves to talk about it. And he does. And he's a super nice guy. Very nice. Yeah. And if you like gingers, he's your boy. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say, but yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mike Doherty is coming back. Uh, Mike has been gone for a few years because we used to butt heads with a, a horror convention that he used to do all the time. Oh. Uh, but the schedule has changed, so Mike Doherty is joining us. Mike is an artist I've known for oh, 20 some odd years. Great portrait artist. 
Uh, he'll have a lot of prints, and he'll also have a lot of sketch covers there available. Nice. We have a new woman coming in from Riverview Sewing Studio. Mark, what is that? Well, what is that, Riverview Mark? Riverview Sewing Studio, is uh, they specialize in leather goods, and not that kind of leather goods, Mr. Van Zandt. Oh, I know. I, cosplay type stuff. Uh, cosplay stuff plus purses. I mean, really beautifully crafted, detailed purses. Oh, cool. And bags, you name it. I mean, if, if it's made out of leather, and it's not just like black leather, it's colorful leather, uh, amazing stuff. Nice. She is just fantastic. When I was putting together the images for her um, her promo uh, picture that I put up on the, the, the Bing Arts, uh, the Bing Comic Con Facebook page, I was just blown away by some of the stuff that she had. Uh, so cool. she'll be there. We'll How about the let's do let's do there. let's do a rapid fire of of who else is coming because we're running shy on time, not to okay, ru- not to rush you, but I want to make sure we get everybody a shout out, and then I want you to share with the listeners the best way to find out information on all things Bing Comic Con, so they can go to the Facebook page and view all this stuff personally. But go ahead, go down the list. Okay. All right, you got it, bro. We're gonna have uh, comic book dealer Matt Zilborska. Uh, local Springfield artist Michael Valade. Along with him will be his lovely artist in crime, Gabrielle Sepulveda. David Barcelo will be there with his uh, insights on uh, some notorious artists ripping off from comic book artists. Definitely check out Dave's table. He'll, he'll have some interesting stuff for you to look at. Groundman Comics will be coming. John Demento and Lloyd Green from The Pint are coming along. Oh, they're, my they're friends podcast. from The Pint. Yes. Fellow podcasters. Very cool. Yeah. As, as no longer Pinto Comics no, it's is not. the Pint. It's the Pint. Yep. Yeah. Your pal, Aaron Wood, will be joining us. Uh, graphics designer extraordinaire and also occasional guest co-host on Not Another Nerdy Podcast, Aaron Wood, yes. Yeah. Some fellow named Marcellus Reagans and, uh, <laughs> and Adam Waldehawk, they'll be joining us. No, no, it's Adam Gagnon on your Gagnon, page. Yes, I'm like, right. who is this Gagnon person? Yeah, uh, Wally Hawk he, and, and Reagans from So Wizard will be there, and they are both accomplished artists in their own right. They are, yeah. Keith Gleason will be joining us. Uh, Keith Love is a Keith. artist and, and writer. Keith and his uh, wife he, Amy are the best. Yep, uh, he does the Mighty Mascots book. Um, he also puts on uh, the Plastic City Comic Con every summer up in uh, Plastic City, Fitchburg, USA, Earth, blah, 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 blah. You know Milky the deal. Way. Very good. You do it better than nice, I do. nice attempt. Uh, Mark Lapierre is going to be joining us. He's a local artist, and sure uh, his stuff just kicks butt. It does. Holy Moly is a comic book dealer out of uh, Northampton. They're going to be joining us. They've got a couple tables. Awesome. TC Ford's going to be joining us. Uh, he's uh, also another caricaturist, and he'll have a couple tables. So sit yourself down in his chair, and he will draw you. It'd be good to see TC. I haven't seen him in a few years yeah. since, yeah. Well, since the last thing, probably. He, he had some health issues. But he's bouncing back, and uh, he's rocking it. He's the man. Yeah. Uh, Len Mahalovich is going to be coming out from the Marble area. He's a uh, writer and an artist. Doug Arthur, friend of mine from ages ago, he's going to join us again. He was in 2019. He's coming out from Albany. Jay Kennedy will be joining us. Todd Noel Rooney, my former uh, roommate from many, many, many years ago. Lily Melendez-Diaz is another artist, crafter. She'll be joining us this year. Okay, so this kid, Tanner Ogle, remember this name, O-G-L-E, Tanner. Okay. He, he looks like your kid brother surfer dude. <laughs> it's 
I'm not kidding. I met him, I think it was back in 2018 at the Greenfield uh, uh, comic book show that Kit Henry puts on. And he showed me his stuff, and it was it was rough, but it was getting there. And now over the past few years, he's been taking courses to the Kubert School online, and his stuff is just getting better and better and better. Nice. He's got some pages that just blew me away. Awesome. I look forward to seeing his work. Yeah, he uh, he sent me a scan of his Dead Man piece, and I'm coloring it for him, so he's going to have some new prints there. Very cool. Uh, a couple other people we've got coming are Andy Curto. He's going to have a couple tables. Megan Stiveson is coming from Small Monster Games. They do uh, card games for you know that family game night that everyone likes to have. Sure. Uh, Elizabeth Ryan is also another uh, local artist. Casey Kohler is coming uh, along with his daughter Rose, and they're going to be set up. And Casey is known for uh, his work on IDW's Transformer books. And he's also, now don't laugh because IDW was really good to him. They were moving in a different direction, they, and they were going with different artists. So, But they basically said to him, Casey, you've been with us a long time. What would you like to draw? Here's what we have available. So Casey now is drawing My Pretty Pony. <laughs> but you know what? He's doing it right. He's really representing the characters. And he says it's a heck of a lot easier than drawing, pulling out the straight edge and having to draw robots all the time. Right, right, right. Although robots are pretty awesome. Maya Clark goes underneath the name Hexa Winged Demons. She's a crafter, and she's going to be having some beautiful stuff with us. And last but not least, your favorite Batman, Matches <gasps> Malone. Matches is coming? Matches is coming. Matches Malone is the man. He is the man. Matches Malone is such the so the man that I know he lives in the Boston area. I show up at the church at 830 2019 that do you know open up the doors get set up and he's sitting there in his car street clothes with the cowl on i'm like dude Waiting how long you, you been here he's <laughs> like oh i've been here for like an hour i'm like did you drive here on the turnpike with the cowl on he goes absolutely of course he did of course he did so uh he spent the day with us and he had such a great time that when i asked him to come this year he was like oh dude i'm in awesome I'm looking forward to my selfie with Matches. Matches is the cosplay guy who he's been doing it, I think, for like 30 years. Yep. yep. And, and he does a lot of good with, you know, the kids, children's absolutely. hospitals. He's he's great. That he, he's, not, he's just not into it for walking around to be seen and to have selfies taken. He's doing it for the kids. Mm -hmm. and he's got a huge heart. He's involved with Make-A-Wish. He visits so many different hospitals and stuff, just visiting the kids, and he just absolutely loves it, and that's what drives him. And he never forgets to wish me happy bat day on my birthday. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. He's the man. Yeah, so that's our crew. We've got like 50 people coming. Some people have a couple tables. We, Quite like the I said, guest we do have list, man. Book dealers, but... Uh, Oh, and I forgot, Kit Henry's going to be here. He's uh, he's going to be bringing some books and stuff, so he'll have some back issues and some newer stuff. I think I think it's going to be a good you know good mix. Now you know, we've got crafters, writers. One of the great things about Bing Comic Con is, if you're hungry, there's usually food. Is there going to be food this year? There is food this year. The uh, church is actually going to take that over this year. They're going to have some uh, snacks and food available in the kitchen, and also this year. Did it very special? Um, we have Amy Cakes coming. Now, Amy joined us in 2019. Uh, her husband is Justin Bourget, who's a local toy dealer, who's going to be with us. 
But Amy showed up that last year with cupcakes, cupcakes that everybody fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So starting December of 2019, my wife started getting me my very own Amy Cakes birthday cakes. <laughs> and I get cakes. My wife gets cakes. We get an anniversary cake from Amy. And she doesn't just do cakes. She does cupcakes, cookies, parfaits, and pies. Oh, boy. I don't know, I don't know what kind of special things she's going to have for the show. But I tell you, if you if you got a sweet tooth, She's going to be the person you, you go to see Amy. Yep. right in front of the kitchen. Awesome. I knew you wouldn't uh, let me down, Mark. So uh, this year, October 29th, uh, on Sumner Avenue in Springfield, and I will tell you the exact address. Please do. Uh, it's, Abs- it's Asbury Hall, Trinity United Methodist Church, 361 Sumner Avenue, Springfield, Massachusetts. The show is open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Plenty of we- parking free parking which yeah. is a huge plus and uh this show with all those guests i'd expect to pay like twenty dollars to get in there oh no 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 really see that's one of the things that we've always wanted to do is we wanted to make it a cost-effective show for the artists and writers and creators and a cost-effective show for the people coming in the door so you don't say anybody older than 10 years old We'll only pay $5. $5 admission for all of that. Kids 10 and under will get in free. Very cool. And, and if you're bringing your family and your kids, please have them wear their Halloween costumes. Give it a little test drive at BingCon. That's right. We'll be doing, we'll be doing our uh, cosplay parade. And we'll also be doing the infamous Bing Comic Con art fight. Dun, dun, dun. That's two my people, favorite event. I love it. people get on the stage. They have 90 seconds to draw a topic thrown out from the audience. And then it's up to the audience to uh, vote on who won, who did the best job. That's great. It's so much fun. I, I really enjoy hosting that. That's like my favorite part of the whole yeah. thing. Well, my beyond own, hanging out with everybody. My disappointment for this year was that our longtime friend Richard Peeney, he and his wife, Wendy, are going to be at Baltimore Con because oh. mm, conflicting schedule. Oh. And I saw him up in a New Hampshire show that I was doing, and I told him, and we talked about dates. And when I told him the date, and he said he had Baltimore, I would swear that Richard looked up in the air trying to figure out how to get out of Baltimore. <laughs> he really enjoyed being with us at Bing Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got Richard to go up on stage and go up against Mike Dobbs, the two writers, and when Richard came down, he goes, you know what? I've been doing comics for 30 years. No one has ever asked me to do this, and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun event. Yeah, and if 2022 does goes well, 2023 will start in the planning stages. I'm going to look at dates, and I'm going to try to lock people in. And if I can, I'm going to get Richard Peeney back. And now that Wendy Peeney, artist and co-creator of ElfQuest, is on the East Coast, I'm going to see if I can get both of them. That would be awesome. That would be awesome because I don't think Wendy's ever been to Springfield. So no, and I think the other thing we're going to try to do, just a little sneak peek for the future, is uh, (laughs) add another event with uh, Mike Dobbs. Yeah, we're going to try to do a Bing Comic Con trivia question. That's right. So we're going to have people uh, come up on stage. We want you to form teams, and uh, that's pretty much where we've left off yeah we'll get we'll, we'll get it all ironed out before next year but uh, yeah we'll figure it's it definitely out. that's definitely another event we're working on for the future really flesh this show out and make it a interact more interactive experience for everybody yeah we're gonna give you six hours of fun music entertainment comics 
you name it. We're gonna we're gonna give it to you. That's it. And All I right. will take requests. He does. He does take requests. Just nothing inappropriate. But... Mostly it's turn it down, man. I'm old. I know, I know. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm a DJ. I like it loud. But yeah, I, I'll keep it at a reasonable volume. All right. I was told I could listen at a reasonable volume. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> little office yeah. space. In Comic Con twenty twenty two, Saturday, October twenty ninth, twenty twenty two. Organized by Springfield residents for the Springfield community. That's right. So if everybody wants to find out more information and see all the pictures of the artists and the guests, what's the best way to do that? Go on Facebook and where yep. do they search? What are they-, they go to Facebook and just type in Bing Comic Con and the page will pop up. It will probably say 2014 because that's when uh, I first started the Facebook page. And of course, Facebook being nudges, they don't let you change the name. Right. But, uh, yeah, just search for Bing Comic-Con. And make sure you like the page. Like and follow. Like and follow. And you can scroll down and you see all the guests. And I've also been cross-posting over to my page, which is Mark Mastel, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And I've also been uh, cross-posting over to um, the uh, New England Conventions Group. So they are all aware of what we're doing at the side of the uh, Worcester, Worcester Springfield line. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to um, a good turnout. We're not doing the T-shirt this year. <gasps> I know, I know. You know, I, I look forward to the it. T-shirt. I have an idea every and everything, year. but you know what? I I don't know how many people are going to show. Right. I, I want to see. I want to see what the numbers are like after okay. two years. All right. Well, because I, I thought it would be cool if you did a, a shirt and and you put. 2020 through 22 you know yeah <laughs> like r.i.p 2020 2021 and then like 2022 with like somebody springing out of the grave or so you know what yeah. i mean like i had a funny idea that, for was, that. that was kind of the idea mm-hmm. um my, my idea for the artwork was uh a tyrannosaurus rex yeah to play off of jurassic park sure wearing dr strange's cloak mm-hmm. with a the, with a meal near in his mouth yeah and uh I think I was I was going to try to get his little claws up and have like Spider-Man gloves on it. You know, uh, I was trying to merge all those different universes, all the pop but you know what? Stuff, yeah. I just want to make sure that we get the we get the turnout, and I don't want to get stuck with fifty T-shirts. I hear you. I will expect a T-shirt next year. You bet, man. You know, I work for a T-shirt. You know that, right? I know you work for a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, I, I will make sure that Tommy VZ gets a little green this year. Oh, that's all right. You know me. I, I'm just happy to be there, man. I'm happy to be involved. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun as time. As long as you don't um, <laughs> run into uh, any uh, furry animals. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. What year was that? That was, uh, oh, boy. 16 or 17? 16 or 17. I The night before Bing Comic Con that year, I was yeah. driving home from a bar gig. I did a karaoke gig that Friday night. And I'm driving home, and it's raining, and I'm on Route 57 in Aguam, Massachusetts, USA, Earth Milky Way. And a giant, and when I say giant, it was like the size of a small dog. Giant raccoon came out of nowhere and ran into my car, and I spun out, went off the highway, and smashed into a tree. And miraculously, I walked away unscathed. My car... Not so much, but I was okay, and I made the joke that I got taken out by rocket 
and Groot from Guardians yep. of the Galaxy because that's literally what took me out. A giant raccoon and a tree. Um, and, and, he, and here I am the next day at, at Bing and it's quarter of 11 and I'm like, where's my DJ? <laughs> Well, the good news is I wasn't in the hospital. Yeah. but And, um, your, and your wife was pissed. She was. She was not but, happy. But you came to the show anyways, and you rocked it. I tried. I did my best. I was shaken. I was, I was a little shaken. I'm not going to lie. But you know what they say, Mark? It's not just a cliche. The show must go show on. must go on. So I, I was there. But yes, this year, knock on wood... No problems like that. No issues. I will be there with bells on. No wildlife. No wildlife. That's right. And I will be there ready to rock and MC and host Bing Comic Con 2022. I'm very excited. Me too. So uh, real quick, now that we've promoted the show, what have, uh, what have you been watching lately? What are you into? Anything you want to recommend to Not Nation out there? Anything? Oh, geez. Uh, so, so much. Digging She-Hulk. Yeah, Not I like it too. I'm in love with it, but I still like it quite a bit. I think it's funny how all of the fanboys are freaking out and oh twerking. And and the best thing though is that the showrunner anticipated that they were going to get that kind of reaction and they yeah. feed into it in the show and it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Oh my god, last week's episode we had the porcupine. Awesome. I was like, porcupine, oh my god, flashback into like the 70s. Spoiler alert, this week we had Leapfrog. Yeah, I heard, and? <laughs> and, yes. I don't yes. want to say, because some people probably haven't seen it yet, but if they... I, I haven't either. But there is a great cameo, uh, well, it's more than a cameo, but a yeah. great character shows up from the Marvel Universe and really ties it all together, so it's, it's well yeah. done. Yeah. It's See, good. Uh, what else? Uh, my wife and I have been watching uh, Rings of Power, mm-hmm. which has been pretty good. That's on and, Amazon uh, Prime? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we've been watching Andor. Oh, Andor's which, awesome. Yep. And we've also been watching House of the Dragon. Yep. That uh, I don't like the time jump, and I don't like the actors that they got to replace certain characters. Yeah. Not a fan of that, but yeah. And, and I'm sorry, but Matt Smith will always be the doctor, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but he's Matt Smith of the white wig. Yeah, it's very off-putting seeing Matt Smith. And, is, yeah. And every yeah. time I see him with a sword and dragon, I'm thinking Elric. Yeah. Why yeah. can't we have an Elric movie? Right. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I watch other things that my wife doesn't. I do watch a lot of medical shows. Did you watch uh, Sandman? I did watch Sandman. I thought it was great. Yeah. Kathy watched that with me. And geez, they did Cain and Abel. And I yeah. was blown away by the fact that they did the brothers. Yeah. I mean, they took some liberties. They, you know, they gender bent John Constantine and uh, Lucy, yeah. Lucian and, you know, but big deal. I mean, it didn't affect the story at all. No, there was, there was fine. Lucifer, big deal. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was, and really I, loved I it. don't know if it's getting a second season, but I hope it does. Yeah. I think it is actually. I think uh, Neil's going to be trying to do something with it. I want to see Delirium, and I want to see Destiny. I want to see The Other Endless. Right. We only got to see Desire and Death. And by the way, the actress, everyone was so bent out of shape. Oh, they cast an African-American to play Death. Who cares? She was awesome. She was awesome. Perfect. She was perfect. Awesome. That was one of the stronger episodes of the season. Loved it. I loved her. Thought it was great. And she had the ankh. She had, you know, she was dressed like... 
the Dee Dee that we know from the comics. Yeah. So what if she wasn't a pasty white girl? Who cares? She was great. She did an awesome she, job. She had the attitude. She mm-hmm. had the wit. She had the caring yeah. for the people that she brought with her. And that's the embodiment of, of the death character that Neil Gaiman created. And it's awesome. Yep, really loved it. All right, so here's one for you, Mr. DZ. Blacklist, are you still watching it? I am not current with it, but yes, I'm still watching it. Okay. Okay. I am not current with it. When Megan Boone left, I, I left wow. too. That was crazy. Yeah. I kept watching it after that, but it's definitely not the same. Yep. And it's ironic because I did not like Liz's character. in mm-hmm. when, when the Blacklist first started, I'm like, this chick is annoying. And it really took a couple seasons for me to fall in love with her character. But then I did. And yeah, when she exited the show and they wrote her off the way they did, I was very put off by that. I'm like, where do we go from here? I mean, she was the whole point of the show for Red anyway, you know. Yes. Um, Well, one of the strong points of that show was her husband. Yeah, Um, he was great. Tom. Yeah, Ryan Eggold. Yeah. And now he has been ho- he's been pretty much the guy behind the show New Amsterdam. And this is their fifth season. It's their last season. Oh, wow. But I love that show. My uh, wife loves that show. That's a like, oh, doctor show. That's a hospital show? It's a hospital show. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm in a hospital show. So yeah, it's like New Amsterdam, The Resident, and there's a, a Canadian show called The Transplant, which I really love. Another medical show. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And then Survivor's back, and it's okay. It's better than it was last year, so that's good. All right. Well, very good. Right. Are you reading any comics? Any good comics you want to recommend? Um, I've been reading the Hellboy comics like I always have. There's, um, oh, man. I guess Mike Mignola still doing yeah, the art? Uh, yeah, he's, he's writing. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of fill-in artists here and there. Yeah. Chris Golden is writing a new book with Mike Mignola and it's called Hellboy in Love which plays off of one of the novels that he wrote and Tom Stagoski has been working with Mike Mignola on uh, Young Hellboy and they have just wrapped up their first miniseries and their second miniseries has just started. That would be Tom Snagoski, guest yeah, of Bing Comic Con 2022 would it not Mark? It certainly is. <laughs> so very cool. That's awesome. Alright well I want to thank you for coming on not another nerdy podcast and specifically this not another nerdy podcast because i'm, I'm, I'm um, very i'm very honored it i don't can... know i don't know if you've heard the news or not this is which very, is this is very shocking and off-putting and i probably shouldn't be making a joke about it but there is another podcast out there that has decided to call itself not another nerdy podcast first of all i'd like to say that's a bunch of bullshit heathens in her defense i don't think she realizes that we exist and we don't put out episodes regularly enough yeah i think our last episode was in june so i'm gonna give her a pass i don't think she intentionally did this but yeah there is another show done by a Brittany rodriguez called Not Another Nerdy Podcast. And she's put out one episode. She released it on September 2nd. And she did a House of Dragon, She-Hulk, and Sandman review. Mm -hmm. And it's about 29 minutes long. And I did take the time to listen to it. And I'm not going to be a critic. I'm just going to say she's new to it. She's just starting out. Sound quality will eventually improve. 
Uh, mm-hmm. She's doing the show by herself, so kudos to her because that is a tough act. It's I can bitch. tell you, yeah, doing a show by yourself without anyone to play off of—that's a tough. That's a tough order. So I wish her well. I am going to reach out to her as soon as I figure out how to, and right. make her aware of the fact that we have the same exact podcast name and that we've been around for over five years, and she might want to uh, change her name. But I wish her well. I don't wish, I don't wish any yeah yeah I anything understand. bad to happen. <laughs> right. I'm just, no, no huge, you know. I'm a little shocked that someone else thought of that name. I thought when I came up with it, well, this is a a clever and unique name, and uh, lo and behold, Brittany and I are of the same mind. She thought of the same name. So hey, everybody's got a little piece of Van Zant in them. That's scary. But I'm actually going to reach out to her, and I'm, I'm going to invite her to come on one of our shows, and uh, yeah, and she maybe, can promote maybe, her maybe podcast. Maybe she can and, join you guys. Maybe she can give you that little estrogen that your show needs. Well, we have Jay Money for that. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Jay Money. I'm just kidding. Uh, you're a man's man. He's not here right now because it's his time of the month. <laughs> I should probably edit that out. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm not going to because uh, that's how I that's how I roll. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, censor myself. Are you kidding me? I probably should, but uh, (laughs) we we both more than more than I don't. Uh, Yeah, but yeah. So Brittany Rodriguez, not another nerdy podcast. You guys want to check it out? It's it's out there. It exists. I it was brought to my attention by D Rock Derek Mitras, who said we need to get a copyright. I'm like, I'm not paying for a copyright. We've right. been around for years. We don't need to copy, right? We just need to reach out and let her know we exist. I'm sure she's not even aware of us. Right. You know? Be gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm just kind of shocked, to be honest. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's it's such an odd name. Nothing against that. But yeah, who would have thought? It's a unique name. I thought I was being unique and clever, but apparently I'm not as unique and clever as I thought I was. Well, you were five years ago. Right. Went right. Went right. It's been yeah. over. God, it's been like almost six years now. Shit. If you had seen the look on my face when you said, hey, can you design a logo for this? And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I love the logo. I still use that logo. It's a great logo. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you coming on with me tonight to Thanks. talk about Bing Comic Con 2022. We're going to have a grand time. And everyone in the the uh, northern Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts area, uh, shit, some of you folks in New York, Worcester, Vermont, Vermont you know, you're all within an hour, two hours of us. So uh, make the trip down and yep. spend the day with us in Springfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. It's going to be a great time. I guarantee yep. you will have fun. It's only $5 to get in. I mean, what, what other show? $5. I mean, it's like the price of a Starbucks coffee and yep. you can get in and see all this great stuff. Here's some great music. Watch a great art fight. You know, yeah. I mean, five bucks to get in, and it saves money. That keeps money in your pocket. That will go. That can go to an artist's pocket. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And you can go. Home, you can come home with some amazing stuff. Absolutely, definitely come down, support all these great creators, and uh, say hi to Mark and I. We yeah, will we'll be, be there. there. Yeah, I'll be running around like an idiot. Yeah, so will I. Okay. Yeah. All right, brother. Well. Thanks again. On behalf of my special guest, Mr. Mark Mastel, Woo-hoo! 
My name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been Not Another Nerdy Podcast, the original Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 87. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with our other co-hosts, and until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia.